and gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. Thank you very much for uh, downloading this on your podcasting device, whether it's a, a phone, whether it's a pad, yep. whether it's some sort of computer. Yep. Uh, whether it is a trained bird that listens to it first and then whispers it in your ear. Several years after it's learnt it. You have added an unnecessary step, but... Good on you. My name is Michael Hing, and uh, joining me, as always, across the table this week in our brand new recording studio, which yeah. is a little bit sneaky, uh, it's Ben Jenkins. Hello. Hi. How are you going this week? I'm great. It's good to have a new home for this podcast. For the time being. For the time being. Uh, I asked my boss if we could record here. She said it was fine. Great. We'll see how long that lasts. Great. She I mean, probably, I mean did, you, did you make it sound like it was for work? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. I said, I, um, I, I need to come in on the weekends to do some work. And she said, oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's like 90% a lie. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the word need is a lie. The word work is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, are, you have come in here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. Um, that's the best way to lie. You build it on a foundation of truth. Ben, let's kick it off. Did you have a good week this week? I had a great week. Do you know why? Why did you have a good because week? Because I got to meet a lot of podcast listeners mm. of our podcast, not of some <laughs> shitty other podcast. <laughs> Uh, they might listen to other things. You went to that Radio Lab Fest. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, we did our live show on Monday night, which is going to go up pretty soon, I think. Yes. Um, and it was super fun. Yeah, it was. It was the best. We really had to get time. extra chairs for people. I brought what I thought would be enough snacks for the whole audience, and it was not. It was not even close. <laughs> I had vastly underestimated a how many people would come, and b of those people, how many people would feel, I'm going to say, entitled to snacks. <laughs> um, well, before we do get into the uh, uh, weekly snack report, shall we bring in our guest now? I see no reason why not uh, to. You would know her, listener, from uh, well, hosting the flag, one of one of probably two flagship shows on the Australian Youth Network station, sure. <laughs> Triple J. Yep. Uh, you know her from Mad as Hell yep. and from Hungry Beast if you're uh, into the deep cuts. Oh, yep. God. It's <laughs> Veronica Milsom. Hello. Hey. Do you know I read somewhere the other day, though, that I'm just a guest? Occasional guest on Mad as Hell now. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been dumped. Was that because I'm not in the next season of Mad as Hell? Ooh. I'm um now my title's been changed because you've got a it's very uh, awkward because you've got a full time job now hosting the drive but show. Where has that been changed? Like, did they send you new business cards or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, on like I'm doing this uh, live forum thing, and so they introduced me like that, and I was yeah. a little bit like it made me feel a bit sad actually. Yeah, yeah, because you've been there for a while, right? Yeah, like four seasons. Yeah, that's so. decent. It's forty episodes. <laughs> okay. Guest. Yeah, yeah. They usually run, but whenever I'm introduced, very rarely for, for anything, I usually get, they're like, oh, how do you want to be introduced? They didn't do that to you? No, not at all. Well, I don't know, because everything sneakily goes through your agent. You never yeah. know what's what in your life anymore. I yeah. don't know if people love me or hate me. All I get <laughs> is just like a lot of compliments, but I, it's all been filtered through uh, your through agent. Your agent yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, what you should do is get booted from your agency like uh, this old guy did, and yep. you get to well, deal directly you? with yeah. the fans. And now when Michael <laughs> Hing gets introduced, he can decide he can decide what it is, so it's sex astronaut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What did you do to get booted? Oh, uh, nothing. I just wasn't commercially viable over a oh. number of Years. It wasn't. Sure. It wasn't one thing. No, okay. it, was, <laughs> it was a series of commercial failures, uh, yeah. and there's no resentment, obviously. Yeah. Um, Can I just say that lately, on that when I have been like doing doing radio or like live stuff or like the occasional TV spot, they go, "How do you want to be introduced?" And I have this show at the moment, um, which is Story Club, mm. which needs a bit of a push to put it delicately, <laughs> and it's like a very very small thing. But it's like the thing that I care a lot about. Yeah. And so whenever they're like, oh, we'll just say that you're from the checkout. And um, and I'm like, oh, actually, do you reckon you can say Story Club? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to say that. Oh. <laughs> so, but it's a, it's a genuine certified TV show now. But there's it's very not... little proof of that. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, this is a great lot of snacks. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Now, yes. Veronica mm. has jumped into Snack Report, which yep. is right. So. I'm going to, I'm going to say, what you've brought in today. Okay, now one of the great things about where we're recording now is it's very close to the best Seven uh, Eleven service station style thing in the country. <laughs> um, it's called Flavor Country. It's not called Flavor Country. It's got another name. Me and the people I work with spent two years trying to get them to rename it Flavor Country, <laughs> um, just by surreptitiously <laughs> to sort of trying to incept them. Um, but we have just redoing signs out the front. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, we have just some classics, some gobstoppers. I've gone for like a mixture of noise and flavour. Yeah, I mean, this, so Veronica, uh, you might not know this, but Ben every week brings yeah. in 
uh, snacks that just infuriate me mm. because I'm trying to be a radio professional. Some classic gobbies there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, the yeah. other day, the other day, a guy at my work was like, he said to us, um, Lewis and I, he said, hey, maybe after five o'clock on Friday, we could say, does anyone, um, is anyone heading out for some cobbies? <laughs> and, and I was like, sorry? And he said, was anyone heading out for cobbies on a Friday night? I was like, gobbies? <laughs> Do you mean gobbies? And he said, no, Cobbies. It's like close of business drinks. We were like, nobody calls it that. Nobody does. And then we floated an idea of like Cobbies or Gobbies. Are you (laughs) heading out for them tonight? That's great. Yeah. And I thought it'd be like, you know, Robert on line two, uh, Cobbies or Gobbies? Oh, Cobbies and then Gobbies. (laughs) And and Laura, line three. Yeah, um, I'm thinking some Gobbies later on tonight. Great. Thanks for that, Laura. Did this, was this, I mean, this should be an ongoing segment. Well, you know, we haven't done it yet. I feel like it's too edgy. Cobby sounds too edgy for the Australian youth <laughs> network. Yeah. American Ross, I would have done it. Yep. Because <laughs> Cobbies is actually a new trend among the youth where they eat corn on the cob and then have sex. Oh <laughs> and then put, yeah. put the corn in each other's butts, probably. They yeah. don't. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a thing Ben made, <laughs> made up. Good. You know, do your oh. guys' parents ever do that? Like when you were, when you were growing up? Well, do they ever eat corn and <laughs> have sex with <laughs> no. each other? Well, I mean, statistically, that's probably happened. <laughs> but I mean, I, my mum. Four kids, they love corn. It's got to happen at once. <laughs> <laughs> My mum, I mean, when I was at high school, would like, I, it'd either be chain emails or just... A current affair. A current affair. Some, it would be like, yeah. Ben, I'm hearing about these parties. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, like <sighs> sex parties that like were either definitely not happening. And if they were, I certainly was not getting invited to them. But just like needless, yeah. weird things on top of having sex. So I don't know what like, your example was, but the one that kind of my mum and my father were particularly terrified of was, I don't know the name of it, but it's it's where you get a bottle of vodka. Yep. Oh, you put it up your nose. No. no. And oh. you put it into a, you shotgun it into a tampon and insert the tampon oh, into a lady's yeah. JJ Or into your own bottom. Or entering your own bottom. And the whole thing, yeah. it's, it's a vodka-soaked tan. And you meant to just sort of absorb yeah. the alcohol really quickly. But it will the, get you hammered. Yeah, but the other thing is That's, the alcohol will... <laughs> is, is, what is it The actually? alcohol will, will burn away the skin in your rectum or uh, lady bits and yeah. will cause permanent damage. I love that your parents are doctors and you still call it lady bits. Well, what, 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 I don't know. <laughs> it's what, a vagina. I don't, what do I want to say? The... the, the Vaginal wall. It's just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you know. It's just this podcast is clean, Ben, obviously. Classic. We've already talked gobbies. Yeah. Uh, so it's downhill from here. And so, yeah, my mum was like worried that I was going to these parties where this kind of thing was happening. My dad yeah. like was like, you know, these girls you're spending time with. And I'm like, <laughs> not a, this is not happening, mum. Yeah, that actually made a look. That was around when I was, when you and I were in high school. And then that mm. came back about two years ago. Like, to be clear, this never happened anywhere. But the fear of it happening. <laughs> Came back. It was everywhere. Um, um, now, when we when we have a new guest on, we usually ask them that, if they've... If they'll put a tampon <laughs> yep. infused in vodka <laughs> yep. into their vaginal wall. Yep. All right. Everybody, like, actually, <laughs> not one person has agreed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's always worth asking. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you... Have you ever bought or sold anything online or on Gumtree? Oh, so, oh shit. Do you oh, know what I've just done? What? I've just done one quarter of the snack report and people are going to be furious. Oh my God. Sorry, Smarties, Warheads, Jolly Ranchers, go. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Rancher, of course. Yeah, um, my, I mean, I've sold and bought a lot of things. I've, I got addicted to it in that same period of time that everybody did. Um, just but, so we're clear, because this happens to differently to everyone. Are you yeah. talking about an age or are you talking about a year? Uh a year, I right. think about five years ago. Oh, yes, was like yes. peak. Do you yes. reckon? Yeah, yeah, peak insanity. Yeah. So this was, is yeah. when my dad kind of got on board with it um, a little bit late, as like parents do with the internet and bloody boomers. Yeah, right. So anyway, dad was like, "You know what? I've always wanted. I've always what He's a classic like trading post guy, uh-huh. like paper trading post. Yeah. So when he found out about eBay, it was like um, Christmas all at once. He was like, "I really want a motorized golf buggy." <laughs> so he found a place that sold them on the internet. To be clear, your father does not run or operate a golf course? <laughs> no, okay, he good. just really wanted one to have to bring to a golf course. <laughs> right, so I don't know a lot about golf courses, but you can't just bring your own buggy, can you? You can't just rock up and be like... <laughs> you really can. You really? really? Well, my dad seems to think you can. Monica's <laughs> dad can. 400 bucks is how much Whoa. it costs. That's, that seems cheap. Mm, so that sounds like a bargain. Well, it's it's not. I don't think it's as impressive as it sounds. Like right. It's not a whole thing with a top and everything. Oh, this is more of a Flintstone style. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but um, anyway, instead of buying one, he got impatient and just bought six. <laughs> so he had to convince all of his mates at work, like like all of his bosses and stuff. Oh, mate, you know, yeah, you should buy it off me. To be so, or everyone there was six like bosses at his work that each had a four hundred dollar motorized. So how did, how is that the result of impatience though? Like <laughs> I wasn't there with him, and I'm not entirely sure. Except that I think he thought that he had because you know how there's lots of them that are the same. Yeah, like people who are distributors mm. sell it mm. under different names. I think he just bought all of so, them. So what it is? This is classic like lift slash crossing at the lights behavior, right? Where he's seen the button to press, he's pressed oh, it yeah. a bunch, mm. yeah. thinking that it's going to make the lift come and then quicker. Ten minutes later, but six the, golf buggies. Yeah, he the spent door. two and a half thousand dollars on six <laughs> golf buggies. Yeah. <laughs> but then he doesn't never learn his lesson. Like then he bought like um, tw- uh, twelve dozen golf balls. Like <sighs> yeah. Anyway, but I'm not quite as bad as him. But he's learning slowly. I think we should change the segment at the start. Rather than just being like guests on Gumtree, it should be dads on Gumtree. Yeah. Because dads on Gumtree is <laughs> yeah. oh really yeah. Hey, we, we, uh, we've if, had. Um, if, Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this and you have a story about your dad on Gumtree, why don't you get in touch on our Facebook page and let us know the crazy shit your dad's that done on Gumtree. That would be excellent. Because so far we have your dad buying six um, uh, golf buggies and Susie Yusuf's father mm-hmm. um, buying six massive barbecues and then using them as a barter system for the next four years. Man, like, wow. Yeah. So it should be that dads have like a forum where they can trade things that they've accidentally yeah. bought for. <laughs> <laughs> There's my, so many yeah. levels. Do you know, my dad, I'm just remembering this now. My dad has used eBay once and only once, and he <laughs> he bought a new set of golf clubs. Again, golf. Mm-hmm. And then they just never turned up. And dad was like, ah, well, that is the way of the internet. I was like, no, it's not. Like, Lots of complaints, there's, there's, there's a system for this. Oh. He's like, ah, well, you know, I, I dance with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, shall we get into it? This sure. is a uh, podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. I thought I'd kick us off with this. It's taken from Gumtree. From the Green With South Australia area, 5125. Uh, hello, Green With. It's $5, negotiable in case that's too much or too little for you. And it's entitled Dracula's Book, Necklace, and Pen. <laughs> Hang on, just quickly. Are you are you just mispronouncing Dracula there? Or no, as you can see, it's spelled uh, ah, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, this right. is a cheap excuse for Hing at some point to do a Dracula accent. Dracula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and That's what the podcast is. Now, interestingly, uh, I don't know if you can see in the photo, but the photo does not misspell Dracula. It spells mm-hmm. it Dracula. Mm-hmm. So, and there is a kind of a book pendant, a book, a necklace, and a pen in the photo. Read mm-hmm. The ad copy reads as follows. Just want them gone ASAP. We'll give away free with vampire cape. <laughs> oh, wow. So I think what they mean is you get a free cape if you get this. Uh, yeah. Um, not that if you buy the cape, you get these for free because that's, um, a back, that's a backwards thing. I think it's a free cape with purchase. Okay. How many of them has yet got to give away? I think it's just one. I think it's just one. We'll need to get rid of ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. It's like haunting him. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is the question that we often face. Like when somebody needs to get rid of like, if someone's like, I have got seven tons of soil, I need it, I need it gone ASAP. You're like, I understand that because, yeah. because that's got to go somewhere. Get it, getting in the way. And you can't remove that yourself. Yep. When somebody's like, I have a book and a pen and what it was need, it, A book, necklace. a pen and a necklace. They need to be gone now. Yeah. Throw it, throw it into a bin. Just Any bin. It, just give it to the salvos. They yeah. will deal with it. Five dollars. Yeah. It's not even worth your trouble. Yeah. That's amazing. I suppose he just got, thinks that there's someone who really wants it. Or alternatively, he knows these are haunted. Knows if he throws them in the bin, poltergeist style, they'll come back. Yeah. Yep. You know, because you can't get rid of them. They'll be like a um a mm. boomerang, if you, you will. <laughs> a spooky, spooky boomerang. Do you have any images or any idea of what these items look like? Yeah, so th- th- there's a little book there. You Please can see the little Please let him be wearing the necklace. No, <laughs> no, he's no. not. Okay. Uh, and it, the, now, Ben, this is what I want to... Uh, this is what I'm curious about. A sure. running theme on this program has sure. been the... Uh, the theatre restaurant in Melbourne, Dracula's, Very much so. which is also on the Gold Coast. Can you oh, tell? Oh, is it? Yeah, there's one on the Gold Coast. You didn't know that? Uh, oh, they've expanded. I hope, I hope, like, everybody, it's, like, kind of tropical themed. Like, the Wolfman's in Bordy. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> like an Aussie Christmas, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Has anyone actually ever attended them? Or okay. Do people just look from afar? Somebody, somebody, a friend, a friend of mine and friend of the podcast, Alex Lee, called me out on this the other day. She was like, Jenkins, you talk a big game about Dracula's. Have you ever been? And, mm. I, and I said... No, because 
I think in concept it is hilarious. Yeah. And in reality, it would be very sad indeed. You know what? I'm going to do it this year. I reckon Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm going to be down there. Maybe you'll fly down for the weekend or something. Sure. I don't know how we'll work it do out. A but set let's do a dressed as Dracula. That would be amazing. <laughs> the only thing I really know well, about it. Because they have their own comics. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I really know about the inside of it is that it's a date episode that McAuliffe was in. I was going to say, yeah. Because yeah. that was shot there. Oh, was it? It was. It was. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, well, uh, maybe we'll organise a big, uh, big uh, friends of the podcast dinner at Dracula's. That would be. <laughs> that would be so great. I have a friend who wanted to take a Tinder date um, to Dracula's, but <laughs> without ever referencing that it was a theatre spooky <laughs> restaurant. So he wanted to be sitting there, and then like someone would be like, "Try the goulash," and then like the date would be like, "Is this a?" Themed restaurant. He'd be like, oh, I suppose it is. Wait a second. Oh, well, yes. No, I suppose it is not unspooky. Yes. Well, what I, what I wanted to ask Ben is looking at that photo, do you think the branding on that book is the branding from Dracula's? And do you think Look, maybe it's like the uh, the theatre program from Dracula's is being sold as a Dracula book? Look, oh, it's, wow. it's a small image, yeah. but it's the right font. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> I don't know. You know, obviously, if you're making a Dracula's. You know, anything branded Dracula's, the fonts are going to be similar. They're going to be gothic. They're going to be red. You're not going to get like a kind of um, Trajan West Wing font for a Dracula uh, themed restaurant. I don't know this about Gumtree. Is it the sort of thing where if you liked what this guy was selling, Greenworth, South Australia, that you can see other shit he's buying, I'm selling. So then you could go, yep. oh, I'll buy all the things this guy's chucking <laughs> you out. Could. And if, you, if you have the same taste. If you're on board with what he's selling, he's also selling Tupperware in excellent condition, 15 bucks. Right. Oh. That should be... So. Hing, to answer your question, I actually think you might be onto something there because it had never occurred to me that at Dracula's you would get a playbill. And <laughs> but that... how else would you know who to sign into your big Hollywood movie bed? Yeah, exactly. Do you reckon? Do you reckon like sometimes uh, when you go to Dracula's and the lights go down, there's an announcement being like, uh, "The role of spooky vampire will tonight be played by the understudy," and you're like, "Ah, <laughs> I came here to see Russell Crowe." <laughs> Uh, let's move on, you shall picked, we? Oh, no. You, you picked one of the very few high-profile Australian actors that never does theatre for that for that little goof. No, I know. That's that's why I... Okay, good. I went I went specific. I'm not going to go... Oh, I just thought like it would be funny. Not Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Hugh Jeff, Jackman. Yeah, Hugh exactly. Jackman. Mm, no. Singing, dancing. I mean, you have the power to edit Deborah that. Deborah Mailman. Yeah, to edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I respect you so much that you haven't. You know what? He's happy with this. <laughs> He's happy with his choice. Um, let's move on, shall we? Ben, do you have one you want to share with us? Yeah, I do. This is attention contractors, self-employed, and small business owners. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the game we're going to play here. Okay. What is being offered here? <laughs> <laughs> this is from Coffs Harbour in New South Wales. Hello, Coffs. What do you want for this world and for your life? Would you like to have a say in where your tax dollars actually go and how they are used? Are you fed up with your government's political and corporate wars causing destruction? to other groups and civilians in faraway lands? Uh, do you want to put these hard-earned dollars to better use by helping the causes and people that mean the most to you? Well, now you can. Found so, uh, can I take a guess? Mm -hmm. This person is using a Gumtree ad to fill a vacant seat in Parliament. Okay. Yeah, or a pamp just to give away a Liberal like pamphlet. Yeah. Yep. I, it's, it, it is still unclear, is it not? Oh, yeah. gosh. Foundations are harmonious humanity. Now, Foundations here, I think, is the name of whatever he's selling. Okay. 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 Foundations are harmonious, humanitarian, tax exempt, not for profit, non government organizations that operate completely in private. Anyone wishing to utilize their income for a prosperous future and a better world, options are now available to them. Do you know that more than half a million everyday Australians are now utilizing this phenomenal asset to follow their dreams? Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, does this sound like something? TLDR. Somebody... I've just looked at this thing. This thing. This is over a page long. Yep, this ad. It's almost done. <laughs> does this sound like somebody you know? Would you like to learn more about how you can be free of the system? Quote unquote. Uh, and it's a, it's a speech. You can go to his speech, a professional, and operate privately and lawfully. Oh. For a free consultation, call this number. Oh, End of wow. ad. Selling themselves. So this is some sort of uh, like personal training. Like life coaching I seminar? I don't you believe go to? so, no. Like a Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Sure. But you're no, going to change the This is not Tony Robbins. No. This is not. I think. I think. Okay. Having read this a couple of times now. Okay. <laughs> um, that what this person is offering is some sort of libertarian death cult <laughs> in the bush. 
Yeah, right. I w- you'd love to know how many people half take a million, up the offer. Half a million Australians. Okay, okay. sure, sure, sure. Great. That's good stats. Now, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> because half a million Australians is one in 40 people. Yeah. That means in this building we're in now, at least, I don't know, 15, 20 people would be doing it. How, sure. do, you, how do you do the math about one in 40? Because 20 million Australians, half a million people, double the... Uh, is it, it's less, it's more than 20, isn't it's it? It's now 24, but right. I wasn't going to put you in, oh, 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 One oh. in 48 then, right? Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, go and then, on, And then quickly throw toothpicks on the ground and he has to count them. It's the best. <laughs> go on. Um, yeah, that's, I think, I think what this is, all I'm saying is that I, it doesn't matter how your relationship with this offer begins, it ends in a siege. <laughs> that's... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Too soon for siege? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, he, oh. he, he, yeah, Ben meant like the uh, the quainter, you know, religious farm seed. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the so uh, I, I I am so confused about what's going on in this thing. This person wants to change the law for better, right? No more wars is what they pick up and yeah. spend your tax dollars correctly. I mean, also what he's saying, or she is saying, is that you know you give to this fund and it's tax exempt and it's not for profit. Right. They are just describing a charity now. Uh huh. Uh, should I Google what's it called? It's called the Private Foundation. And why are they just trying to find the you know the clientele via Gumtree? That's what yeah, that's another thing. And like also, I who's do not, looking for that on Gumtree? Well, who could be looking for something this vague? Mm. Because I don't know what's required of me <laughs> in that situation. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. If it's I, enticing though. It's like a good ad. You're like, oh, yeah, I'd like to know it's more. A spoiler. Mm. I mean, I don't spoil. It's a teaser. Mm, mm. I cannot find. Any yeah, it's because they're off the grid, mate. Yeah, this th- these people these people do not exist on Google that I can see. They're, they're asking if you want to live off the grid. Yeah, right. Come. Is, so, is there a compound or is there? Oh, can we take it as red that there's a compound? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about that? Uh, there's a, there's like an annual like summer camp for libertarians or whatever in America where you turn up and you're not allowed to trade anything with money. Everyone's just got to bring their little baggies of gold dust, and then you can, and then there'll be a, a guy with his barbecue out in the campsite or whatever, and he'll be like frying up bacon and egg rolls, and you can go there and he'll be like, oh, it's a gram of gold for a bacon and egg roll or whatever. Oh, that's amazing. Well, is it amazing, or is it just like guys? No, uh, all, all that is is Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that is that is actually the process that happens at Disneyland. Just, just. You- yeah, just let me use my money that I have. Yep. How do I get the gold? Oh, well, you give us American dollars and we give you the yeah. gold. So, I mean, so, like, so like at Disneyland. Yeah, so it's, this is, or, or, or other fun parks, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's probably less of a chance of an outbreak of measles at this libertarian camp. <laughs> Although, who, no, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> up to them if they want to vaccinate their children. Exactly. Governor Chris Christie, thank you yeah. for being a guest on the program. I yeah. do like the idea of a currency-free sort of operation. Really? But um, <laughs> You want to go off the grid. You hate money. But, like, I've got a friend who does that, who just... Um, gets food in fact like he gives them like he work at a farm or whatever and get food from the people by from working all day Ooh. it's pretty incredible except it's not the same as gold dust no it's I mean, just annoying it's just trading in money for gold dust or whatever yeah exactly again again an, an, an unnecessary <laughs> yeah. that's all, that's oh all. man let's move on shall we mm. veronica do you have one you want to share with us you bet i do um i'm gonna say i'm gonna wa- read one that has a voice because okay. i like reading in voices mm-hmm Wanted puppies, $200. No, could it be a Jewish woman who's American? I wouldn't have, uh, I would not have endowed her with any race. But uh, look, whatever you want to do. On I am Jewish, so it's fine. Pomeranian puppy for my little girl. It's her birthday soon and her dream has been to have a puppy for so long. She's been through a divorce and it would make my baby girl very happy. Can you help? <laughs> um, so from, I didn't read it in order, did I? Per, per, from something springs. Yeah. Peregian. Mm. Anyway, uh, she basically, she's, um, it's a cry for help. Yeah. Need a Pomeranian puppy. It's the only thing that will be able to help her, her broken family. So this, this man or woman, do we know if it's a man or a woman? Uh, I think it's a woman. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Just, just based on the voice that you Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we look at, uh, and, and, and then this person wants a puppy. No, no, she doesn't want a puppy. She needs a puppy. She, she needs a she puppy. She desperately needs it. And 200 bucks is what she's putting out there. I would have thought that's fine. Uh, a Pomeranian puppy's a lot. Pomer- I, Pomeranians are uh, Any purebred dog's going to cost you $1,000, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, at least. Right. Okay. Cause, sure. Cause, or like, close to. You know, you're not yeah. going to get a. You're not going to get a. Can I just say, I when I gave this one to Veronica, I said like, what is amazing about this ad is just how unbelievably on all fronts emotionally manipulative it is. Mm. Because not only is she emotionally manipulating 
the the seller of this dog for like an insane discount, like being it's for my baby girl who just went through a divorce, but it's also clearly emotionally manipulating the child who's mm. just gone through a divorce. Although so, maybe the child is doing it to the mum. Maybe it's just a big oh. like it's too many levels of emotional like, manipulation. Dad got me a kitten. Your move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. So to be clear, who went through the divorce? Did the mum and the dad go through the divorce, or did the daughter go through a divorce? I, I don't think she went through like a child divorce. <laughs> no, but this could be a this could be a sixty year old woman and her forty year old daughter. Oh, oh, that puts everything in a in a much much sadder and gloomier light. No, it doesn't. Imagine imagine that if if just say Ben and I would not. You actually Ben and Veronica, you're both married. Mm. Just say and I wish this upon neither of you. No, you keep saying that. <laughs> uh, for some reason, some horrible reason, marriages break down, yeah. and then you're like, you're feeling all sad. Oh, bloody, the light of my life's going. Oh, I hate it. Oh. I don't know how what it feels like to be in love. Uh, yeah. oh, or, I'm so sad. Or, or sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of these emotions are foreign to me. Um, and then, uh, what do you know? Your mum brings you a little puppy. That'd cheer you up, wouldn't it? That would make me unspeakably sad. If it is, <laughs> that would make me unspeak. In fact, just thinking about that now has actually caused me real emotional distress. Why? It makes it's, me it's... excited. I've wanted a puppy for so long. <laughs> but it's long. so See? pathetic. What do you mean it's pathetic? It's like your mum being like, look, like you, you obviously couldn't sustain a relationship with a human. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a replacement. Mm. No, it's Try just to work like, it out. Because it's not, it's not trying to be a replacement. It's just it's this also... thing will cheer you up. You're feeling sad. Mm. It's not like, don't call it Anya. That's the first mistake <laughs> yeah. I've made. Yeah. Hey, did anybody get an Uber kitten? No, because uh, there was talk in our, the Triple J office that it was too cruel because cats don't like traveling in cars. Probably true. Yeah. Mm. Anything like my cat, that, those cats would have hated it. Yeah. Why do cats hate being in Dogs love being in cars. Mm. My yep. old dog used to love being in a car. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of like, that's sort of one of the many big differences, Hing, between cats and dogs. What other things? Are <laughs> <laughs> Switch them up though, maybe. Dogs, like, bring puppies to workplaces. I'd be way more into that anyway. Yeah. It was funny though, there was an office email sent around asking whether anyone wanted to do it. And then heaps of people wrote back like, allergic, not doing it. And stuff. <laughs> and you were like, oh, really? Oh my gosh. I was in on that email away. list. And if I had been in the office that day, I probably would have sent a tedious email being like, Guys, oh, I have allergies to cat hands. I wouldn't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> then get some fucking pseudoephedrine and shut up. <laughs> um, but seriously, guys. I'm oh, no, wait, of... antihistamine. But get some pseudoephedrine so we can make some speed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. We've got a cook going on in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think if you were selling puppies and you just wanted to get rid of a couple, this is like a genuine but, thing that you could consider. But if you are selling puppies, you don't want to get rid of a couple. You want to sell a couple because that's a job. Yeah. Although when my dog had puppies... Um, which is a weird, whole different other story. But um, we were just like trying to get rid of them in the end. They, really? we had, they were Labradors. And when people were like, oh, we'd really like another how many, one. How many puppies did you guys have? Seven. Ooh. And so there was one woman who was like, I'll have one, but I would really love another one so that they could be friends. And we were like, have it. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. So I have just quickly Googled Pomeranian prices for puppies mm. in the um, looking at the trading post now. Soon to be out of business trading post. Yeah. And uh, 1500 bucks, 900 bucks, 850 a thousand, oh, yeah. 900 a thousand, you know, 1200 This woman is asking for a gigantic pity discount. Yeah. So it's saying, and we don't even know the circumstances of the divorce. No. It could have it, been. It could dog have been, related. Like yeah. they've, bro- like they've yeah. killed a dog and that's why they. Mildred, mm. I have to leave you because you've just killed six dogs. <laughs> you've killed six dogs in six days. It's worth looking into the fine print. I mean, to be yeah. honest, I have enabled your killing spree by buying these dogs yeah, every but day. Every yeah. time. And more fool me. More fool me for trusting you. Fool me once. <laughs> shame. Kill my dog once. Shame on you. Kill my dog two to six times. Yeah. I guess I'm a little bit at fault. Yeah. The pet I had to go to different pet stores. <laughs> they were wondering. They kept asking. And you know what? They have a they have a list. They ring around. Yeah. Makes they have, it more and more difficult for me to do it. I had to go into state for puppies four through six. No more. No more. <laughs> yeah. And now she wants another one. Oh. Tisk tisk. Yeah, and her baby girl's not as interested in a Pomeranian dog, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Hing, do you have one? I have one I'd really like to read out. Uh, this is taken from New York, uh, from Craigslist in New York in Brooklyn. Hello, Brooklyn. We have some listeners in Brooklyn, Ben. Oh, do we? We have some, yeah, New York listeners uh, in Brooklyn. Hey, I'm walking here. Oh, oh no, that's work. Do you reckon, <laughs> Great work. Do you reckon <laughs> they'll find my Jewish New York accent just then offensive? Well, I'll tell you what, they will let us know. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, you can contact Veronica via the ABC <laughs> complaint. <now. laughs> uh, so this is taken from Craigslist and it's entitled... Chess club, not for profit, not anything sexual, so don't ask. 
Wow. Man for woman. Interesting. That's interesting they put man for woman in there. Mm. <laughs> this is entirely non-for-profit. Not for anything sexual, so don't ask. Mm. We are interested in those who enjoy chess. Whether your interest is to learn or in competition, you will find both in abundance. But you must be 18 or preferably over 21, male or female. Interesting they've said that when they've said man for woman. Sure. So, this is in the personal section. Uh, so, what's happened is <sighs> these guys... This gentleman, I assume, or these guys, have tried to set up a chess club, and they have mistakenly, for some reason, I think what's happened is they've used the guy, they've used like Larry's computer, and yep. Larry's like a Craigslist fiend who's always trolling the <laughs> yeah. the personals, and then just, they've just used the template that saves in the cookies of his browser. Okay, and so they've submitted this ad for chess club into the personal section of Craigslist. Have been inundated with cocks. I assume. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, if you are somebody who sees that ad in the personal section. I just love the brain that goes, oh, that's not in the wrong place. This is just some sex thing that so they're not. This is my question then, uh, Veronica, Ben. Thoughts on if you're a sex fiend and you read Chess Club, mm. what is that a euphemism for? Interracial. <laughs> oh. There you go. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, or like Black v. class. Yep. You know, class systems. Oh. Um, porn. porn. Oh, porn. Porn, porn. Porn, porn. That's pretty mm. good. That is good. Um, mm. Dressing up like a Gary Kasparov and then <laughs> doing some fucking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, bestiality. Oh, no, yeah. That's the thing about this. I take my watch off before I come. That's a no. That's a chess joke. Come on, Gary Kasparov yeah. takes his watch off before he wins. It's like a twenty-minute, a twenty-move thing. No, a chess ah! joke, chess <laughs> joke, chess joke. Wouldn't it be great if someone was like, "I come to my come to my apartment for some good themed fucking dressed up, like Gary Kasparov," and then you turn up dressed as Gary Kasparov, and they're just in like a great big box dressed as Deep Blue, <laughs> and they're like, "That's not compute. <laughs> Fuck me in my computer hole." <laughs> <laughs> There is. I'm going to go back to. There is one person who's listening to this podcast who's really enjoyed my Kasparov takes his watch off joke. Yeah, I don't know who it I is. I still don't understand it. Uh, well, when he could he be wearing? Could he be naked with just a watch on? <laughs> and then he yeah. takes it off as yeah. like the final. Yeah. yeah. When Gary Kasparov, it's like a, it's like a brilliant, great, very cocky mind game when he's ever playing with somebody and he takes his watch off. That's him saying, "I'm going right. to beat you in 20 minutes." Right. 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 Mm. Um, how, so, how would I? Am, am was I supposed to have known that? You know, I don't know how I know that. Yeah. And you know what? To be Probably honest, Monica, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite annoyed that I do. I, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? There's so many just things. Seems if you did know that, you probably should have laughed at my joke then, Ben. Yeah. But you didn't. No, it's more so. out of rage than anything. Can I just say, <laughs> um, also, there's another option for this. Uh-huh. That these people are employing some really clunky reverse psychology. Yeah, right. Oh, they're, so they're begging for people to. They're being like, oh. come on, join the chess club. But it's not like anything's going to happen at the chess club. Oh. No, I will not. I will not. Oh, look, I <laughs> dropped this king down here. Oh, oh my God. Pick I it technically, up. I lose. <laughs> oh, what, do you, what, are the, what does the loser have to do in yeah. this game? Everyone's oh, a winner at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that could, be, that could be a sad option for this. <laughs> but I do just like the idea of some people trying to form a chess club and really just going to the wrong corner of the internet to do it. <laughs> Is it where would you go to just get people for a chess club? A different one of the section? many chess websites on the internet. Oh. <laughs> quite a few of those. <laughs> yeah, right. Just type in chess into Google. Why you got to go to Craigslist where the, everyone just wants to fucking suck, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, hey, that was hey, fuck and suck, not fucking suck. Well, mm, you know, at chess. Um, the hey, do you guys have any parties coming up? Any any major milestones? Ooh, I'm turning thirty in May. Ooh. Okay, that's exciting. Mm. Um, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, this... I, I can't think of one. Okay. Well, this is this is um for. You, Hing, I guess. Hello. Um, this is called Ray Hell Party Planners. Is Ray Hell a name or is that a thing I should know? I don't know. Okay. Be a guest at your own party. Preparing a wedding, birthday party, um, professional party, or just a gathering and want to get that wow with three W's moment. Your loved is, your, your loved, I suppose, mm -hmm. is celebrating an anniversary. Beloved. You, Beloved. No, it does not say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you are expecting very important guests. You wish to have a theme party, but don't know where to find all that you need. You just need to feel famous for only a couple of hours. You are so busy 24 hours a day. They're not enough. You do not succeed to organize the last party you wanted. You missed to invite some of your friends to the last event. No more headaches. This is all in caps. Oh so my wait, gosh, why? There's too many URs. They're really narrowing down <laughs> yeah, far too yeah, much. Exactly. You don't well, go bring after yeah, everyone. Yeah. Well, Veronica. I have the first three, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Veronica, do you have any idea what this service is? Because I'm lost. 
Just, just hear it to out. To be famous. That was the bit that got me. What follows What follows is all in caps. No more headaches, painkillers, or other medications because... And each letter of because is spaced out quite far. Okay, okay. We are here now. We are doctors for your enjoyment. What? Indoor and outdoor. Color your party. Give your party a special theme. Whoa. Personalize your event. Surprise your guests and experience that wow moment no. in the comfort of your home. Be a guest at your own party, fresh and relaxed. Leave a deep stamp in their memories hosting the best party I ever been party. The best party. <laughs> so what is it though? Uh, well, they are Rahel party planners. And so you dress their sexy doctor. Uh, wait, no. this is my question. They use the word doctor. Are they saying like medical doctor to resuscitate your fun times? Or is it PhD party. doctor? We know a lot about. Yeah, it's like I have, oh, a, I have a PhD in, in, in party. Oh, right. Yeah. That was not This clear. is a Van Wilder situation. Yeah. Oh, shit. So there's a lot going on there. And look, like, nobody likes, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, my, it's my birthday coming up on Tuesday. Nobody likes, you know, having to organize something. It's your, it's your 30th in, in down the track in May. Why, I don't, I, I'm so confused as to what's going on. What is the service they're offering, Ben? They'll plan a party for you and well, they, yeah. and they provide guests or. Well, I, no. Um, <laughs> why is it be a guest at your own party? What does that because mean? Because that means you t- it takes the it takes the stress out of hosting. Oh, yeah, and it just means because hosting is such headache. Yeah, oh, paracetamol. I, that's what I like about it. They're really run with like. No more headaches, which is an expression. Hmm. Like, oh, it was such a headache to do this, oh, but they're really run yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. No more headaches, painkillers, or other medications. <laughs> <laughs> Antibacterial cream. Yeah, yeah. Don't take your antibiotics anymore. <laughs> where is this Where is this place that you can get this? Where, where are they? Uh, they're in WA in Mirabooka. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Mirabooka. They'd fly across, though. Oh, mate, to for, Sydney? A, for a price, I reckon they might. Or they could just remotely organise it. Oh, it's all computers now. No, because it sounds like they're going to have to be there. Actually there. Well, if they're the doctors for my enjoyment, I don't see them being able to do that over Skype on the night. <sighs> and how can you guarantee <laughs> such enjoyment? Yeah, exactly. I just don't know how you leave a deep stamp on somebody's memories <laughs> hosting the best I ever been party. <laughs> wow. We'd like to think that we all could. Have they given examples of any parties they've hosted in the past? Just, no. The Oscars? No testimonials. Oh, yeah. These guys did the Oscars. They did the Oscars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Veronica, do you have another one you want to share with us? Yeah, you bet I do. Okay. Um, this one is from a Sydney advertising company. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the title, the headline reads, Kim Kardashian lookalike bottom needed. Sydney CBD. <laughs> says, hello. We are a Sydney advertising agency looking for someone with a Kim Kardashian bottom to appear in a short online film. Totally legible for high profile brand. Legible? Legim- totally legitimate for high-profile <laughs> brand. The words were legible, luckily. Um, <laughs> your face will not appear, only bottom and will need to be in a G-string. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, filming will take place no longer than two hours in our Sydney CBD uh, advertising agency studio. Payment, $300. Contact me to discuss. What the fuck? If you had a Kim Kardashian bottom, that is not the first place you'd be going, right? No. Mm. I mean... So Kim Kardashian has the world's most famous butt. I, I For think. breaking the internet. Breaking the internet. Yeah. Uh, there was her, a... and then weirdly, Banky Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah. She. It's like it's just. Um, you, you. Do you think the person has bottom implants or just a very fat bottom? Well, mm. the, I mean, you could look. We don't know who this person is. It could be a natural butt. It could be a. It could be a, a, a prosthetic. Are you talking about Kim or the person who's going to respond to no, this? the person who's going to respond to this ad. Okay. But I'd love to know how much they actually found. I like, just, is anyone going, I've got a great bottom, I need to be putting this out there? Well, I don't know that Kim Kardashian has a great bottom. It's just that she has a very famous bottom and a very distinctive looking bottom. For I being think. great though, right? Is it? I don't... I, yeah, it's not famous for being shit. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty... Yeah, she's not the Stephen Bradbury of bottoms. I don't think anybody has a, like, has a famously bad bum. Um. Yeah, and like a very old man. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I've never looked at your bottom. It, you I just think, don't notice people's bottoms if they're not great. I think also, like, uh, and I, I would say this is like a- a Asian guys, a stereotype, not mm. a stereotype, like a, like a physical trait okay. of Asian guys is great calves, no butt. That's a thing. Really? Ah. Yeah, great calves, no butt. And that is the name of your autobiography. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I had Kim Kardashian's bottom, what if it was a dude who just turned up? Is that fine? Well, I mean, like, if it's only if you're not going to see the face, you just the, see the bum. Or the balls. Mm. Or the balls. Yeah. Tuck the balls up. Tuck yeah. them up. Tuck them up. Tuck them up. Snippy, that, snip, snap. That's a that... camera going, not somebody <laughs> cutting off somebody's balls, by the way. <laughs> but if you had Kim Kardashian's bottom, 
Surely you can make more than 300 bucks on that. If you had an actual bonnet, you probably could. Yeah, yeah hold, it right, hold, hold it for ransom. <laughs> Kanye, I have something you might want. <laughs> yeah, you should, like there's other places they could be going to look. I think what's particularly interesting about this, though, is that you would assume these guys are trying to recreate the famous break the internet yeah. photo shoot from... The one with the champagne. But that was months ago, right? Yeah, yeah that's so, no longer very zeitgeist to you. Yeah, so what, is, what, what are you trying well, to do? Also, I mean, like, I don't know what they're trying to do, but two things stand out at me about this ad. One, if you find the words totally legitimate in an ad asking you to take your pants off, <laughs> then I think that that's a problem. And two, I, look, I don't know a lot about how ad firms work. I used to work at one, it was like a runner years ago. But there are, if there are a big respectable ad firm, like they say, there are channels. There are so many yeah. channels in place to find this person. Mm. Totally. How, do you reckon there are many people that go around just thinking that they definitely have a part of their body that looks like someone famous? Well, this is the thing, right? Imagine turning up and then they're just like, oh, no. You, you, you are totally off. This yeah. is not I don't know why you would even turn up, you horrifying garbage monster. Yeah. yeah someone right. who just has like a, diff, a warped view of what they look <laughs> yeah. like. I you are an 80-year-old man. I don't have any part of my body that I would be like, oh, yeah, it's just like Claudia Carvin or something. Like, <laughs> that just, just doesn't you got a carbon foreign. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll take anything carbon. I've got a love of the seaside like Claudia Carvin. Uh-huh. Was she in Sea Change? I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Look, she's, stati- in, she's in everything. Statistically, yeah. she was in Sea Change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, can I share this one with you sure. guys? This one is taken from London uh, in Craigslist. Hello, London. And it's entitled, Competition, Satisfy My 10-inch Cock. Huh? Man for Woman, 28 London. <clears throat> Hi, I'm a 28-year-old man. I have been single for some time after my last relationship ended rather badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you never do had not the... need to say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we never had the opportunity to experience the joy of having sex with each other and to explore each other's desires. Being a faithful boyfriend meant that I missed out on hooking up with other girls okay, for mate. casual, no strings attached okay. fun. That is the bare minimum, mate. <laughs> like this is not <laughs> guys. I'm you know he's he's made sacrifices, all right. <laughs> yeah. To solve this problem, I came up with an idea to hold a competition as I haven't experienced having sex or a good fuck, however you want to put it, with a lady before, so the 28-year-old virgin. Well, those are different things. Uh, yes, th- this is true. I have been Ooh. single. <laughs> sorry, sorry, dropped a gobstopper. Sorry, to, what that noise was was me dropping a gobstopper over Anka's knee. Yeah. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't mean to make that noise. No, although 10-inch cock. <laughs> yeah. I have been single for some time and want to take the opportunity to meet and have no strings attached sex with a number of sexy women before I move on and settle down with a serious long-term relationship. The thing that I would like to experience and thus uh, will be a part of competition is a hand job, in brackets wank, close brackets, a blow job in addition to experiencing what it would feel like to fuck you on top, though other positions will also play a part with the inevitable orgasm for us both. <laughs> Can you guarantee uh, the other person's orgasm? All right. This competition will be split into rounds. Round one, handjob, whack. Round two, blowjob. Round three, straight fuck. And finally, round four, the combo. Everything combined in one session, handjob, blowjob, fuck. Among the criteria are kissing mouth to mouth, with and without tongues, height of my sexual arousal, cock management, and timing to orgasm. If you're interested, please get in touch. Where did this person get a sex manual and mm. then just write it out in the form of a... It's so weird. I actually did cock management for a year at uni. <laughs> so it was a... And you got A's. Yeah, please. <laughs> I can manage a cock. Um, please reply with pics, otherwise you'll not get a response. Many thanks. Okay. Now, what this guy... The weird thing is what this guy actually wants is actually extremely common on Craigslist. It's basically like, I would like to have a bunch of sex, please. Mm, it's the manner in which it's done. Yeah, just yeah. ask for a bunch of sex then. Do you know what this... You He's know making this? it fun though. It's a game. <laughs> oh, are you intrigued by this? I'm very turned off by this. Oh, you get rounds. So you, like if for yeah. someone competitive like me, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully that's, I that's... get to home base. <laughs> yeah, I get a bunch of tokens that are exchangeable for... Prizes. Gold prizes. Dust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it reminds me of um, Rumspringer, that... Um, Amish, ah. you know how the Amish have like a year off to decide if they still want to be Amish? You can be like, go do what you want. That seems to me what this guy's going to do. Right. So like, I'm going to do all, everything, by which I mean all the conventional sex things I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm going to do all the sexes. I'm going to have a yeah. blowjob, a handjob, yeah, uh, yeah. and, oh, sex. and a like, full-on sex. I'm gonna, uh, we're, we're, and then by the end, we're going to go full sex. <laughs> Reminds me of that great line in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place where he's writing a sex scene. He's like, they did all the positions on top. 
doggy and normal. <laughs> oh, yes. I haven't thought of that in ages. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's pretty weird. It just sounds like a 15-year-old writing, doesn't it? Mm, but why, this is a 28-year-old. Why? It's not. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, but do you reckon there's a reason that the woman didn't have sex with him? I don't know. Maybe there was a long distancing, or maybe maybe, maybe because was... he spoke about sex like this. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was like, "The hand job commences." And he's like, "You know what? I'm... No, <laughs> goodbye." Yeah. But it's interesting that we've got someone competitive on the on the show right now because yeah. I don't know about you, man, but this certainly doesn't. No, I said I wouldn't do the tampon thing. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has done it. You'd be the first. You'd be the first. So, like, is your is your sense of competition so strong? That if you were single and in a world, you would even remotely consider this or? Never. Right, okay. But because this sounds really disgusting. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was a funny thing. Like I went um, past a party last night of just like 14-year-olds. And the first thing I thought was, oh, someone's going to have their tits sucked tonight. <laughs> like the, the gross bases that you would go through when you're like 14, 15, 16. I really hope that you... <laughs> I really hope that you accidentally articulated that thought as you walked past them. <laughs> and now you're on a list of <laughs> sex offenders. My high school had, like, before you did anything else, like, kissing and then be like, the, they would come back. You're like, two people went for a walk and then you go, just suck her tits. <laughs> yeah, suck her tits. <laughs> so that was, like, second. Yeah, yeah, no, second. I think it's, like, there were, like, minor bases in between bases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mini, mini base. So, like, base 2A. Base two B. So would you think? Would you think that sucking a tit is before a hand job? Yeah, it predates hand job, but it's after. oh historically, I don't know. Uh, histor- I think the Phoenicians we have wood carvings. It suggests. Yeah, they did the um, alphabet and also tit sucking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that depends on a, on person to, to person, doesn't right, it? Right, okay, okay. But that's just why it does sound like someone who, yeah, obviously has had no experience. So well, I think once he's just done that one time through, he's done the full round robin, <laughs> then he'll be cool for the next time. He'll be like, oh, let's get some gimp masks and stuff. Yeah, uh, or, yeah, I, I don't so know. Why I mean, is like, this person not, Ben, why is this person not just saying, hey, you want to bone me? Bone down on... i got a 10-inch dong. You want I that? I actually agree with Veronica's assessment that this is actually a teenager. Oh. This... He looks 28. Because also... No woman will love him because he has the opposite of big <laughs> no, disease. Because... Oh, okay. he has big disease. He has big disease. Uh, yeah. Which, which, by the way, I don't know if you remember, was not a disease. Oh, really? <laughs> it, was, it was a curse. It wasn't contagious? No. I mean, you might be thinking of Jack. Oh. Someone had Jack disease, <laughs> which is the opposite of Benjamin Button disease. Okay. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, Do you reckon he measured his dick too? Like with a, like with a with tape a measure? dolomite ruler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <laughs> dolomite ruler. Because... Oh. Um, because also the thing that gives it away to me is the, he's not only seems to be quite naive about how sex works. Like you said, he's like, we'll do the hand jobs and the blow jobs and the, then the sex. Like mm. he's also seems to be quite naive about how relationships work mm. because he's like, I was in a relationship and I didn't have sex with anybody else. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, that was my bad. And <laughs> now I'm going to rectify that. But also love his just honesty. He's like, this is the way it is. Didn't get it. Want to get it quick before I have like marriage. Before I settle down. Because... Yeah. Before I get married and we'll never cheat again. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's mm. like, I love the honesty. It is great. Um, all right. We've got time for a couple more. Ben, do you have one you want to do? Guys, I've got a great one here. It's from Labrador in Queensland. I didn't know Labrador was a place. Oh, and yeah. That is so delightful to me. <laughs> Just like I found out that in Japan, there's an island of foxes. I don't think this is this is a place called Labrador. It's not a mm. land run by Labradors. Well, I, until I see evidence of the country. It's contrary. not like Monkey Island or something. <laughs> yeah. Monkey Island, interestingly, was nah, dumb. I was going to, nah. Oh, say it. Run by Labradors. <laughs> Yeah. This is chess joke, old, isn't the it? The old switcheroo. Oh. Oh, they took the yeah. watch off fucking Gary Casper, you Bobby Fisher. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so this is from Labrador in Queensland, and it's budget tiling uh, for, for professional tiling. That's the title of it. And their slogan is one of the best, I'm going to call it the best slogan for a tiling company that I have ever encountered. Oh my gosh. And so many, so yep. many encounters. Their slogan is, lot of small makes big. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sweet. That's great yeah. for tiling. So what it's saying is we can cover a big area with tiny tiles. Yeah, exactly. That is super smart, right? Yeah. yeah. I get it. It's like we are the Voltron of floors. That's <laughs> something that they could also... And bathroom walls. Yep. 
We have been running this small business for 20 years now. We have been doing quality tiling that we supply you with a 10 years guarantee to prove our quality and workmanship. We are not just saying we are good. We can prove it to you with others. Would you trust one person saying I'm good? Or would you trust 30 people saying he is good? Would you give your job to a cowboy? Or would it be? Would you be happier with a pro? On the same cost. Well, it depends what the job is, right? Please do not stop reading. <laughs> it's a cowboy-related job. I mean, I'm going with the cowboy. If you're Sorry. in the Wild West, <laughs> I need to. I need to muster, muster this cattle. Yeah. Muster, <laughs> Russell. I need to rustle this cattle. Please. I mean, it's either the cowboy or it's Bay Pig in the city. I don't know which. <laughs> <one it is. laughs> Please do not stop reading my reviews on top down 64 jobs with four bad reviews only from bad people. I did only get those feedbacks from those who tried to cut me short on payments and failed to do that. So their answer was revenge. What is very sad from humans. Thanks to reading it. Oh my gosh. So. Too much explanation. Say less. Well, this guy's got like a, this guy's got like a grudge um, mm. from four people who tried to. Who, who, He's been burnt before. Yeah. But he's not like saying that much by, um, you know, putting it out there. It's not like he's got, people are going, they're reading it going, yeah, they're right. I probably shouldn't have said that. You know, like (laughs) not getting anything out of it. I did try and cut him short. He's correct. What I like about this is that he spends a paragraph talking about how he tiles, Mm -hmm. which is well. Yep. And then (laughs) at least two paragraphs explaining his various reviews. (laughs) This one is a, a, a blood grudge. <laughs> this one. What was the? It was. Would you trust one person saying he is good or thirty people saying he is good? Yeah. I mean, if it's just one person, one to one, I would probably trust that. You know what I mean? Like if it's. One... I would be suspicious of thirty people at the same time saying he's good. Exactly, yeah. all in unison, like the yeah. children of the corn. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah. That is fishy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, he seems like he's pretty obsessed with his feedback rating. So that might mean... Have we talked about Uber feedback ratings on the podcast before? I don't know. Do you catch a lot of Ubers, Veronica? I got my first one last night. Hey. Oh, really? Yeah. And I don't know why, but it was really expensive. I think I did it wrong. Oh, it could have been surge pricing. Or you got an Uber Black. Yeah, I did. Because I didn't know what other button to press. You, oh, so, you, you hired a limo. Yeah, well, what you just yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was very expensive and lovely. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it TVs and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what you went and did. You hired a limo. Oh, whoops. Yeah, that uh, did feel like it was too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, you 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 obviously rate your ride on Uber, especially mm. on Uber X. You rate your ride, but I only discovered a little while ago. Maybe I have spoken on this podcast before that they also rate you. Yeah, and you have an Uber rating that you can never see. What if I? How? What do you mean? It's just you just don't see it. They can see their Uber rating, but you will never see yours. Oh. And I've been in cabs before. I mean, in Ubers before, where I have been a bit drunk and gone. What's my rating? I need to know. Please tell me what my rating is. And have they ever... I think... Band of Brothers, they've sworn an oath. <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> like, the one I remember is, it was like, it's fine, don't worry. Oh, wow. Oh. It's so secretive. Yeah. Amazing. So, wait, but do they see what you rate them before they rate you? No. So, they... So they do they ever know that I, I think they would I, say like I don't want to pick up that person because they're a shithead. Well, I yeah, think it's, every it's, rating I've ever given to an Uber driver has probably probably been a five. I think. I've never not given a five. Yeah, I don't know why I wouldn't. A guy got lost for like half an hour and I gave him a five because he seemed real nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so and he just he seemed to want it real bad. What's what's the worst shit you've done in a? What's the worst thing you've That's done? That's thing. I'm now that I like since I've known about this rating system, mm-hmm. I think w- one of the things that may have been costing me a star or two has been being aggressively friendly. Oh. Too sh- too much. So, yeah. Like this guy. Like this guy. Like yeah. obsessed with his ratings. Oh. You think you were like, oh, one nice compliment. I was like, how many kids do you have? Yeah. Oh, they look beautiful. Like, did I tell you though that once I was in an Uber and I still, I gave this guy a five. I was in an Uber once and he idled outside the front of my house once I was like, oh, no, here we are. Um, turned off the meter and then told me about how he tried to kill himself with a sword once. <gasps> Jeez. Yeah. I'm glad that you said he turned off the meter because if he didn't, I know that I'm like Larry David enough. Yeah, exactly. That I would be hearing that story and being like, I feel for you. This is a terrible story, but why yeah. am I being charged yeah. for this? <laughs> that, yeah. is, that would be an amazing bit in a sitcom. Yeah. But yeah, total, like I often wonder what people did before they became Uber drivers, but I never imagined just try to kill themselves with swords. Yeah. Constantly. Whenever I ask, it's always disgruntled taxi driver. That's oh, really? Yeah. Really? Whenever I ask. Yeah, defected. I, defected. Mm. Um, Veronica, did you, what did you rate your driver last night? 
I haven't done it yet because I don't quite know how it works. No, oh. clearly you accidentally ordered a limo. <laughs> yeah. So I, do I have to do that? I, <laughs> yeah. Or, or like I was you... an email saying it cost thirty dollars for about like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So next time you log onto the account, it'll tell you to rate that a five. Okay, sure. Yeah. Thank but you. you don't get to give any comments, do you? You don't get to say why I'm giving this. If it's really, if it's like, like we, we, we had a friend who just who who is Muslim and she spent an entire Uber ride. Um, the driver didn't know she was Muslim having her ear bashed about how much the guy hated Muslims oh, and God. she was Oof. able to not only rate him badly, but also explain, explain that he was, that he was uh, a very racist man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Although goodness. would that turn, if you saw that someone was coming towards you and they were racist, could you send them away? Is that how No, you can't actually. Oh. You actually can't. So you just go, oh, got oh. a racist coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brace myself for this. I <laughs> yeah. Guess. Right. I have a weird story about having like an online persona. Mainly, I was doing a story for Hungry Beast where we, I was like, oh, it'd be really interesting to investigate um, the whole, like the dating websites for models to date millionaires. Mm. And so I thought the only way I can like infiltrate the system is to get a profile and pretend I'm a model. Or a millionaire. Well, the millionaires are dudes, like exclusively. Oh. And the models are just women. It's like awful. So I was like wanting to blow this whole thing wide open mm. kind of vibe. Anyway, I um, did, sound of God stoppers, um, <laughs> I, I did end up making a profile because I worked for the ABC and you can't kind of do it under like a false pretenses mm. or whatever. So I put myself down as myself. And um, so I'm on this site still, I really? think. Yeah. Did you get any bites? Uh, yeah, got bites. It was really interesting. Hello. I never ended up making the story, but um, but I, I did marry um, a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, but it was like it was totally fascinating. It, I didn't know how many, like how often it happened that dudes were just like, "Hey, I'm in Sydney for a night. Come over." And they weren't all sex related. It was kind of just like, "Do you want to hang out go, and be my date?" Could do dinner. Yeah, mm. like on business dates. Do you it actually sounded pretty good? Are you? Still... <laughs> I mean, since that that, that would like be you got paid a lot of money four or five years ago. Your profile's still up there, and your profile has increased like ridiculously since then, right? Like you have now host a nationally syndicated radio show, yeah, as opposed to a, like you, a, a you, small bits on a TV show that you were doing back then. You're now on this podcast, yeah, yeah. which is a probably so my biggest feat. Do you think people? Um, hey, is she the? Is she Veronica from? Well, it's uh, definitely on my picture up there too. Was but she I had a hell. I'm, um, I she, don't was have... she a guest on Matters <laughs> Hell? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was in a wig. Yeah, I um actually I think I did have a wigged photo up on the profile. Mm. But yeah, so that's definitely still up there, and I don't have that email address anymore either. So I think that um but you wouldn't even know. millionaires everywhere might be uh, oh, trying, trying to snap hit, you up. Hit this up. Mm. <laughs> one uh, more? Yeah, Veronica, do you have one you want to do? I haven't read this out loud yet, <clears throat> but I'll see how you go. I hear from Stratton Boulevard in Stratton, WA. Um, this is this would be, I think, something that you guys would be really interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justina Juastina uh, is from Royal Vampire Bloodline. She does not like direct sunlight, but filtered will be okay. What is this a person? Let me continue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her choice of um, Beringus. <laughs> How true blood. Prefer thus the coffin. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see why you're supposed to read these beforehand, mm-hmm. seeing some of the sentences don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Justina is 18 inches tall. Oh, that might okay. be an answer for you. Mm-hmm. I'm painted in Genesis heat set paints. Um, her is is done in three tones of mohair. The arms and legs are three-quarter length and body is suede skin tone. Oh. The sculpt is a Denise Pratt from Bountiful Baby. The coffin mm. is polyplastic sheeting. Anyway, it goes on to talk about it. Um, Wait, is this a dead doll you can it buy? It is a dead doll <laughs> that you can buy in a coffin. <laughs> I, she is beautiful. There are There are photos of many of her different parts of body. Like, this is her leg. This is her crying eyes. But can I just take a look at that for a second? Yes. Because I think what has actually happened here, just just something you said. Yes, great. The sculpt is a Denise Pratt from Bountiful Baby. Now, I'm assuming that Bountiful Baby is a line of regular dolls. A baby born type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That this person has slapped a mohair wig on. And put in a box. Oh, like made a new edition. Yeah. Right. Deluxe so edition. This is like the world's shittest maker bear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> turned up. Just bought a doll. And is it, and it's just a dead. It's a dead doll. I mean, I, I think we've all been interested in having a dead doll before. Like a lifeless but an one. an undead doll. That's... Wait, <laughs> so are you buying this for pranks? No, no, Hing, I don't think you are. I think people just collect dolls in all sorts of variations. Oh, and one of them happens to be Justina Justino. 
the dead baby. <laughs> but that's in like a... that's like taking like a Barbie doll, painting her green, putting some bolts in her neck, and being like, "Oh, it's Barbie doll Frankenstein edition." It's not for collectors. No, but this isn't like Frankenstein. This is total. This isn't like a mystical beast. Yes, it is. This is a. What do you mean? It's a vampire. What do you mean it's a vampire? Look at it. It is in a coffin like a vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that I see the pictures, it's obviously a vampire. Up until this point, I thought this lady was just selling a dead baby doll. What the fuck? Well, similar though. Oh, wow. I've spent a lot of time on this, and I do hope you like it. A fitting collection for horror prop collectors or goth. Very hard to find one that comes like this. Yeah, of course because it is. you made it. made it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. The things people spend time doing. But I guess she was like, you know what? I think there's a market for yeah, this. Yeah, fuck. That's a narrow market, yeah. though. Like, that is one guy who's like, yes! Have we chatted price? How much is that worth? 190 Australian dollars. <sighs> Which is... And postage. There's been a lot of hard work being put into that. Do you yeah. reckon she, um, that person, goes online and then just buys dolls to yes. reform into... Wow, do you reckon this person could email the Pomeranian person and be like, look, you got 200 bucks to spend? You got a great way to... <laughs> you know what? Here's a dead doll. Yeah. How much do Make you your hate your baby daughter? Happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I reckon she just goes online... Mommy, you got me a puppy. Why is it in a bag? <laughs> Why is the bag got a... Why did you get me a dead... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um, uh, yeah, I think this woman just sort of scours, gets like a cabbage patch doll, puts a snout on it. It's a Wolfman next. <laughs> like, it's a good way to like um, you know, revalue things, like upvalue them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classically, if you turn anything into a vampire, <laughs> that's going to add some money. We're talking car. We're yep. talking house. Computers. Computers depreciate at a rate of about a third a year for tax purposes. You yep. put a couple of fangs and a cape on that bad boy. <laughs> you got yourself a winner. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma used to collect dolls, though. Is this you... something you can imagine your grandmother would have been into? or would? Well, she definitely has dolls that um, could have been turned into something like this. But no, I don't reckon she would have been buying the dead doll. Is this the kind of thing you'd buy for your grandmother as a present? Oh, I've just realised it's holding a, a bottle full of blood. Have you guys uh, see that, that in the picture? Well, that would make sense. Pretty I mean, that, adorable. That's, that makes sense in the universe Pretty that she's cute. built. Exactly. Yeah. Although, although the bottle, I see exactly what she's got with a bottle of blood, but... One thing that I think she may have not realized when she made this was that a bottle of blood is kind of indistinguishable from a bottle of hot sauce. Yeah, <laughs> like it looks totally. like that rooster hot sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, can I also just in the, in the fiction in the in the universe in which the we're rich in. in the rich universe that she is painting? So the way a vampire works is right. You get bitten by a vampire. Yep. And then you get turned into a vampire, and then from that point you cease to age, I believe. Yeah, well, mm. I think. Uh, you know, Are you asking who's biting a baby? Well, yeah, number one, who's <laughs> biting a baby? Number two, does this baby, does it not age in any way, or will you eventually have a 600-year-old very wise baby? <laughs> yeah, which... what is the deal with now, baby vamp? And, that... and, and then, next question, if you're Buffy... And you come up against this 600-year-old very wise baby. You get, are you going to have it in your heart to stab a baby in the yeah. heart with a stake? This very, very eloquent baby. Yeah. Because what I think is like, and I don't know a lot about babies. It's a Benjamin Button baby. Yeah, it, could, it, it is a Benjamin Button baby. But what I, I, know, I know less about vampire babies, but I actually think that babies not being able to control their bowels has as much to do with their bowels <laughs> as it does with their like brain. Right. So, right. so like I'm just saying that you'd have this like 400-year-old, 600-year-old baby being like, yes, welcome to my lair. Ah, <laughs> it appears I have best myself. <laughs> Disregard that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just watching someone as like talking to someone as they change them. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys think it's really weird the look that a baby does to you when you change their nappy? What do you have mean? You what kind of that? I've I've it's changed hard. a fair few nappies in my time. It's hard to describe, but it's like the look is like fuck you, you have to do this. <laughs> like it's a it's a really smug little look. I don't know yeah. if it's just this one baby I've changed. <laughs> you just know a, a smug asshole. baby. Yeah, I think you yeah. You just know a smug vampire baby. <laughs> yeah. I've changed a fair few babies nappies in my uh, I have two younger sisters who I helped change the nappies of when I was a boy and I recently uh, became the uncle to a nephew. Uncle to a nephew? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I've been uh, changing his nappy a little bit. My trick, tickle the baby while you're uh, while you're, while you're cleaning him. Oh, oh that's him. a Michael thing original? Yeah. Hey, wow. t- t- tickle that baby. Sure, he squirms around a bit. You're going to have to clean it anyway. Just yeah. make him laugh for a little yep. bit. And if he is secretly a vampire baby, uh, he won't laugh because yeah. famously vampires cannot be tickled. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well done. That's not famous, is it? No, very true. You can't. You can't. It's a major plot point in Dracula. No, that's a lie. No, he's like, I'm not a vampire. And then Van Helsing's like, get over here. And he's like, what? He's like, get over here. 
He's like, okay. I, and then he tickles him. <laughs> and then Dracula's like, <laughs> And Van Helsing's like, bullshit. Yeah, right. And Fake then laugh. stabs him through the heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening, listener. Uh, we should do some plugs, though. Veronica, is there anything you'd like to plug on the show? Um, Various guest appearances on Matter Tale, obviously. You know what? Like, I have nothing to plug. <laughs> Actually, if you're sick of listening to this podcast, Veronica and Lewis's podcast could do us some hits. Hey! Yeah. So you guys are podcasting the best bits of your uh, radio show. We are. And we do a little intro to our podcast every time mm-hmm. that goes, uh, Hello? Is anyone there? Um, we think no one listens to this. <laughs> which actually, I think no one does. Uh, but that will be fine. You should just over drop time. some like terrible racial slurs at the top <laughs> we, as, as a way of saying. Yeah, totally. If, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an old philosophical question. If a podcast happens in a forest mm. with yeah. no one around, does it actually happen? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, Benjamin Plugs? No. No? No, I don't think Barn believes so. No? We're having a big... If you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know that we always talk about a theatre called Giant Dwarf where a lot of really good comedy in Sydney's going on. On the 27th, I believe, we have a one-year birthday for that, which is going to be really fun with all sorts of great guests. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I got a couple of things I would like to plug. On the 21st of February, I'm going to be doing a trial show for my upcoming, uh, I don't know, comedy festival tour or whatever. Is that a Saturday? Uh, yeah, Saturday the 21st of February at 7.15. Uh, it's myself and Becky Lucas are both doing hours. It's like 15 bucks for both shows or 10 bucks. Either way, you can buy tickets from Giant Dwarf. Aside from that, tickets are on sale for my Melbourne comedy festival show. It's in the Portland this year around oh, 8.15 or 8.30 or something like that. Mm. There's not going to be a lot of tickets this year. Uh, because the comedy festival keeps putting me in smaller and smaller venues. Oh my gosh, uh, how big is it? It's like 30 seats. That's so crazy. It's going to fucking go, so get on board early because it's going <laughs> to sell out. In a couple of years, it's going to be like, Michael Hing comes to your house. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I don't mind. Like, I, I quite like the narrative that I am uh, becoming more and more niche across time. Yeah. And I like, mean, niche is a wonderful euphemism, sure. Well, yeah, but like, that's the other thing. Like, it's not like I haven't... It's not like I haven't sold out venues before in Melbourne. Sure. Fucking, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't mind. Whatever. Uh, that's the only thing I've got to plug. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review it in iTunes. It really helps other people find out about the podcast. Or you can do what I did the other day and just put it in your friend Cyrus's phone. Uh, oh. Just take his phone, look it up, subscribe. He didn't know. It's fine. Yep. Or if you don't want to rate and review the podcast, just rate and review Michael Hing online. Yeah. yeah. In that Lululemon app. Dating style. Oh, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. All right. Now I can't cut that thing out that I was going to cut out. It's uh-huh. fine. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me and escape Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.